What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the... Uh, what episode is this? The 5th, 14th? I think it's, it's 14th. The 14th episode of Undercover Weaves Podcast. This episode is about American shows that were inspired by anime. Our Western anime over here. Yeah, it's it's a big debate whether they're considered anime or not, depending on if you're like a purist going by the definition of anime in Japan, or yeah, if dude, you're going by United States th- definition. There are some that are just so heavily influenced. It's basically an anime, like yeah, because like in Japan, anything that's a cartoon is considered like anime. But in America, it's more like we have cartoons and then stuff that comes from Japan is anime. Yeah. Because, like, ain't no one out here calling Spongebob an anime. Right. Dude, I... I, Okay, which one should we start with here? What should be the first one we talk about? Let's get get the big boy out of the way right away, which is the main argument. uh, Or, like, the biggest one that people argue if it's anime or not. And that's... Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, and Avatar is fucking fire. The Last Airbender is such a good show. Oh, I didn't uh, watch it actually until just this summer. Oh, so, really? So like, yeah, when they put it out on Netflix, that was my first watch through. I think I watched it last year and rewatched it. It was amazing. It's so good, and it like you don't think twice about the only part. That makes it not an anime for me, to be honest, is that it doesn't have an anime opening song. Doesn't have the yeah. OP, doesn't it, count. It doesn't have the anime OP, but everything else about it is, it's an anime. Oh, it's the amazing. The way the characters are designed, like the storyline, the fights. I was so, like, actually taken back by the ability of Nickelodeon, of all TV producers, to be able to come up with something like that. I know. They did a really good job, too. Like, the animation is phenomenal. Everything about the show is just great. Like, if it were considered an anime, it would be high on my list. Yeah. And, like, I don't, I mean, I don't, it wouldn't be, like, in my top 10, but it might crack, crack like, top 25. I think it would be around 20 for me. Maybe, maybe crack into the teens, low teens, high teens, I guess, high teens. I wish, like, what, I think the reason, partially, why I never watched avatar the last airbender when i was younger was the fact that i could never commit to watching something like on a regular basis to figure out what the heck's going on Mm -hmm. because when i was younger like i'm not gonna actually remember that oh every tuesday at 10 a.m i need to watch avatar the last airbender's new episode and i mean even still nowadays i never remember when shit actually comes out i just wait for it to pop up on like funimation recently added yeah but like it was much easier back then just to just to watch something that did not actually matter what episode you're watching god and there's just so many there's so much to love about avatar it has like god it's got good characters it has good like i don't know the interactions between characters are so good the fight scenes are so sick soccer it's just got everything you know who sucks though? What's her nuts? Katara. Katara's trash. Katara made me want to punch her in the face like every other episode. My mom died. <laughs> she yeah. has she has mommy problems for she's sure. Got mommy, she's got mommy Big issues. major mommy issues. Did you ever watch Legend of Korra? No. Couldn't do it. I heard it's just not as good. I've seen maybe a few episodes, which it also came out on Netflix like over the summer, I think. Yeah. Uh but I th- I heard that it's just yeah it's just not as good. I'll Dude, probably think... end up watching it sooner or later. Yeah, I think my favorite character from that show is probably Zuko. Zuko's lit, and I love like his and Aang's interactions and their relationship is just bomb. And he's just a badass character. He is uh, a great character. Avatar is probably the most popular cartoon like in the West. That's like critically acclaimed to be yeah. like amazing. Definitely. Because like everyone loves it. There's not a single person that has watched Avatar and been like, oh, it was okay. That just it's amazing. No, yeah, it is amazing. And that just shows how depraved 
Americans are of like actual storylines in their in their cartoons. Exactly. It's be- I just think over here in the West, it's just a lot of people think like if it's a cartoon, it's for kids or it's going to be like a comedy, like a grungy comedy, which are good. Like South Park's hilarious. People just don't realize that there can be some really deep stuff going on in like animated shows and movies. That's why in America, it's like if you watch anime, you're almost like if the general public knows you watch anime, you're a little bit shunned for it. Even yeah, though they no, just they... don't even realize, they don't even realize like the content. I know it's, I feel like now though, in this exact like day and age, it is becoming so much more popular. It's finally like starting to break some, I don't know what's good wording for it. Some stereotypes that yeah. people have about it. Yeah. I, I agree a hundred percent because I mean, honestly, when I was, okay, I didn't really know what anime was, but I did have a little bit of a stereotype towards it when I was in, like, elementary school. Because this kid I know, I'm not going to say his name, was just an absolute nerd with it, like, all about Pokemon and stuff. And I just kind of turned me off it for a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't really understand what anime was at the time. But, I mean, look at us now. We got a podcast about it, shit. No and- kidding. I never even, like... I was introduced to anime for like the first time actually watching it mm-hmm. three years ago only. And then once you get a taste of it, you're like, holy shit, this is actually deep. It's like, it has a great it's story like crystal line. meth. Like, I know, for real. Like this, it just gets you hooked and it blows like most American shows out of the water. There's very few that like can hold a candle to a yeah. good anime. And if you and look at the, if you if you look at the lineup that we're gonna we're gonna go over today, it's these are all the shows that are critically acclaimed. I do think it's important to talk about it because I think that they are a lot. Of, they can be a really good gateway into actual Japanese anime. Avatar: The Last Airbender is the best anime gateway out there. No cap. It just is what it is. It's yeah because everyone likes it, and then you can if you like put them on Avatar and then put them on something like even better. Or just, oh, God. Dude, that would be just such a good gateway. Because that and people aren't afraid to watch something from the United States. I don't know what it is about it, but they just don't seem to want to do it. I think the next one we should talk about is um, Rick and Marty. I I don't think it really took that much from, you know, Japanese anime. But Rick and Marty is fire. Holy shit. It's so good. I wouldn't. I wouldn't really say it has any influence from uh, mm-hmm. anime, other than the fact that it does have a bit of like an overcarrying storyline. But I don't yeah. know that I would really consider that itself to make something in an anime because yeah. like something can have a storyline and not and not be an anime. Although in the West, that's not common to actually have storylines in cartoons. Right. Rick Rick and Marty is probably if we're going like on cartoons. I would say Rick and Marty is probably the best one in the West that's ever created, in my own opinion, in my humble opinion, because Rick and Morty is just fire. Every episode is awesome. Every single one. There's not a single bad episode. Rick and, and it's so creative. It is so creative. It Holy is. Shit. It is super creative. It reminds me of Space Dandy, but Space Dandy isn't all satire. Like Rick right. and Morty is mostly satire mm-hmm. and with like dark humor, which like kind of gets heavy sometimes just because the dark humor is so dark yeah Yeah. (laughs) but like space dandy can still like hit you and like make you feel bad yeah i just i mean i i think that if if rick and morty if i'm putting it in my all-time just animated shows like list rick and morty is probably 10 to be honest it's so good maybe even higher it's it's amazing I've seen every episode many times and like that, the guy who writes it, I'm drawing a blank on his name. I should know this, but he is the most creative guy. He must be super smart in real life because like the shit he comes up with in the show, I don't even understand. It's just genius. It's just whack. Uh, I don't have that kind of brain. Uh, Yeah, I don't either. I have a super grounded, boring brain. I wish I could think like that. Same. I'm not very creative, to be honest. My creative and artistic abilities are lacking. (laughs) <laughs> that's 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 not good let's go let's go on to ruby i don't neither of us neither of us i literally can't speak right now neither of us have seen ruby no uh this is I, a show made in texas by like a place called rooster teeth 
but it's all CGI, and it makes me want to throw up. Dude, it looks like shit. It looks so bad. I haven't really heard much about it. It might not be shit. I just have nothing to base it's it It's really on. popular, actually. I'm making my judgment purely on how it looks. It looks bad. I will say it looks horrible. Dude, the color palette and, like, the character design is goofy to me. This is That's a show, though, that doesn't, like... It's not one like Avatar that people will just argue with that it is anime. It's more one that just people mistake for anime. Yeah, it it looks just like an anime. I mean, it's like it is, looks like a bad CGI anime is what it is. Before I knew that it wasn't, I thought it was. Yeah, like I thought it was an anime. If you've seen, maybe maybe I'll check it out. I don't know. I don't even know what to watch it on, to be honest. I think it's on Netflix. Is it actually? I think I mean I've seen it somewhere and I want to say it's Netflix. Don't quote me on that. Have you seen Afro Samurai? I haven't, but Deuce uh, just watched it a couple months ago and he said it was bomb. And uh, Samuel L. Jackson is the voice actor of the main guy, right? Yep, yep. He awesome. he's a voice That's actor weird. of two different guys actually. Or I think it's two different guys. Either ways, it's actually was animated in Japan, but mm. it's specifically made for Western audiences. Okay. And I will say that the main character is the ugliest main character out of any show I've yeah. ever seen in my entire life. Yeah, he is Why ugly. was that guy ugly? <laughs> Dude, yeah, he's just a weird-looking guy. Goddamn. Also, that show kind of has a few, like, I don't know. They don't really flesh much out. It It's definitely a show that's based more in just fighting, like yeah you just gotta seen, be really into the fights i've seen some fight scenes from it and they were badass actually like they were actually super sick and it kind of has a lot coming like if you're gonna want to get something from the story you're gonna have to really sit down and pay attention to every yeah. scene and like what's going on because it's only five episodes long mm-hmm. it has a pretty cool concept i think it could have done a lot better if it stretched it out over like 12 to 15 episodes and give us more time to like identify with some characters but for what it is i'd i considered it one of the better ones to come out of the west for sure yeah definitely or i guess to come out of the east but was it like the west was it like was the idea created in the west and then they just gave it to japan to animate or what i don't really know much about afro samurai i think it's kind of like that uh it was i'm pretty sure it was an american like idea and then Mm -hmm. it was animated in japan and then aired back in america it's worth a watch i mean it's super short so yeah quick watch i did not realize that there's a lot of disney stuff that are basically like mirrors of some anime shows and movies oh yeah disney's bad with that disney has no shame atlantis the lost empire is what was that i just looked it up but um that is apparently just like a parallel to an anime and like the characters literally look the exact same the main character they like they go in a submarine the anime i can't think of what i just dude i just read it i can't think of it oh nadia the secret of the blue water that's what it's called and apparently they literally go in a submarine and then they stumble upon the lost city of atlantis and the characters are literally they look the exact same like the main character in that show looks just like milo he's a ginger with big round glasses like what sometimes disney just has no shame when it comes to like ripping people or ripping shows off in that situation it's not the first time they've done it it's not and it sure as hell won't be the last time they do it for real like the lion king and uh oh kimba the lion Kimba the Lion. Kimba the White Lion. That's literally exactly the same. I don't know. I mean, I don't know where Kimba the White Lion is from, but it's the same show. That's that's wild. Like, what? Yeah, it's based off a manga called Jungle Emperor Leo, and the anime is called Kimba the Lion. Dude, (laughs) like, this is crazy. I did not know this. There's Apparently, there's even a scene where Kimba's dad passes away. And he like oh, comes even to Kimba. that bad, yeah, that bad of a ripoff, huh? There's a scene where Kimba's dad is standing on a rock that looks just like Pride Rock. Like what, bro? This is that's wild. GG Disney, GG. I mean, yeah, good capitalization. One of the biggest 
Disney movies of all time is Lion King, one yeah. of my personal favorites. I've never that's seen just, The Lion King, actually. That's just wild to me. I, what? What? I, I, You've never seen The Lion King, bro? No. I don't oh know. Oh, my God. Who is my podcast partner? <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't. I don't know. I, it's old. I'm old, I guess, but not that old. I'm I'm astounded. That's one of my favorite Disney movies. I'm a big Disney fan, though. Yeah, speaking of Disney, actually, it's not Disney, but Marvel is some is like their cartoons or i guess yeah. i don't know like marvel doesn't specifically make the cartoons it's more dc actually because it's kind of like batman mm-hmm. that makes their cartoons so like teen titans teen titans is oh teen titans is fire teen titans is so good i used to watch that all the time when i was younger absolutely fire i never saw teen titans either actually oh dude teen titans is actually good as fuck definitely looking at it through nostalgia goggles but i feel like it would actually hold up like you'd enjoy it it's a it's it's a really fire show does it have it does have like a pretty good storyline yeah it has a pretty good storyline um the villain is i can't think of his name he's the villain i think he goes like up a, what the heck? he's just like deadpool from the marvel universe but in the dc universe yeah because i mean there's like parallels for everything yeah. Oh my god, I'm drawing a blank. He has an orange, half orange, half... Uh, oh, Slade Wilson. Slade Wilson. Deathstroke. That's his name, Deathstroke. That's the main villain. Was that a Cartoon Network show? Yes, it was. Cartoon Network was actually, like, kinda on top of things when it came to shows like that. Because they had Teen Titans, they had Ben 10. Ah, oh, Ben 10's another one. We'll get into that later, but... uh. Teen Titans actually had a pretty good storyline and some heavy moments, and it is heavily influenced. If you look at like the animation and the storyline, like mm-hmm. powering up and not powering up, but just like exceeding your limits and shit. Interesting. Yeah. How long is it? I've I've never I really gotten it. I guess if you just watch it like on TV, I watch it on really TV, know. but I I I don't I really don't know, man. That is a good question. I think it had a couple seasons. Had to have. Five seasons, 65 episodes. It's only 65 episodes. Well, yeah. I was, for some reason, I was expecting it to be more than that. It's a lit, though. The problem with shows in the West is that they always try to juice out as many episodes and as much money out of everything they can. Oh, always. And it often ends up just absolutely destroying the show. Yeah. I think that's another reason why a lot of the shows in the West are episodic, because you can just keep going and come up with something new for every single show. Yeah, you know, you can't, you don't, you don't run out of, like, you don't have to follow any storyline. You can actually have, like, completely different writers mm-hmm. writing just single episodes and yeah. not even worry about if it follows any type of storyline. That's just so much less impressive than like having an absolutely just like creating your own world and having moving parts within it. One Piece, for example, in the West, like we have shows like Harry Potter, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, Lord of the Rings, like like it follows All the storylines and they, yeah. they create their own like world. And that's just so impressive to me. If you think about it, I think probably another main reason is why we don't really have any or like western made anime is mm-hmm. because where does like 90% 98% of anime come from manga like we don't yeah. have anything similar to that the closest thing we have is comic books which are not which even which yeah and they're just literally writing the same characters over and over again yeah telling basically one writer makes a story and then the next one comes up with a completely new one that is just none of it makes any sense I feel like we're not as we don't dive as much into like fantasy over here as they do in Japan. No, I think that's partially because it's just like the culture is kind of shunned here for some reason. Yeah, I just think it's because Hollywood is so big and like like movies actors we praise them. They'll they'll go and make an adaptation of Death Note and absolutely destroy it for yeah like live action or Ghost in a Shell like nobody liked that either. Do they think that they actually are going to have a good adaptation? And they're like, oh, if we get real actors and we throw a bunch of money into this show, it'll be it'll be good. They're they're so bad always. They always suck. It's always so bad. And then they'll get knocked for whitewashing, even though 
if you look at that doesn't make sense no it doesn't like look at the at the films made in japan like the full metal alchemist movie edward elric alphonse elric like those are very european names right in a very europe like every every character in that has very european names and look european and then it but in japan it's okay for them to make a completely japanese cast movie but when we do something like that it's out of the question that that should have, so, shouldn't have happened it's so stupid because like canonically these characters they probably all have their nationality you can go on a wiki for any single yeah show and, like it's the like, same thing for the attack on titan they have a japanese made live action and every single character is japanese but in the manga there's literally only one person that is asian right like and it's mikasa Right, like, and if we were to do that, people would be angry at us. Like, if someone in the, you know, like, a movie studio in the U.S. did that, people would be pissed. And it's like, well, what do you mean? They like, just, if you do a Vinland uh, Saga movie, what do you, it's all, they're they're Vikings. They're from Scandinavia. Yeah, we get and caught up, America gets caught up too much in the politics. Yeah. Just sit back and enjoy people. Yeah, I agree. Well, let's let's dive into the one I've been waiting to talk about for a long time. And that's uh, Castlevania. Castlevania is so goddamn good. Oh my lord! Sometimes, I, uh, does does Netflix like fund the shows that they put on there? Good question. If they do, they really hit on this one. They really Dude. hit. Yeah, Castlevania is actually so fire. It takes characters that are pretty washed up, Dracula and Alucard and like the belmonts and just creates a whole new story for him and makes it amazing yeah it's it's so good and god the story's good the fights are oh i love castlevania that that actually might be ahead of uh castlevania might, is my favorite western yeah anime that quotations well. that might be mine that and avatar i think it beats out avatar for me i think it i mean i'm just more into the adult more adult themes i guess yeah but when's the next season coming out hopefully soon it's so good it is just i was not prepared i knew something weird was gonna happen when those two people like started getting trained (laughs) by alucard yes but i didn't want what what happened to happen that was whack. They really played Alucard, dude. Alucard's starting to turn dark. Yeah, I feel really bad for Alucard. I feel like he gets the short end of the stick on literally everything. Dude, he really gets fucked. He's got to kill. Oh, he's got to kill his dad. His mom lives oh. alone in out in the woods. People literally just come to fuck with him. I don't get why he couldn't leave with. Uh... Because they wanted to protect all the books and stuff, remember? Oh, that's that's right, that's right. Yep, never mind, never mind. I do remember that. Yeah, geez. They were really ahead of those those vampires, man, they were ahead of their time. They had some crazy technology. Yeah. Dracula went no nuts. kidding. So Have is you... Dracula gonna come back then? Uh I kinda forgot how it ended. Oh, the last season was the one where it had like it was in that church and then they like opened that portal, wasn't it? Yeah. It was the yeah, cause that the white haired like vampire lady and yeah, like, they had, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but that uh, the black guy with like the tattoo and he uses like that weird whip thing. He's gonna come back. He's crazy. I forget his name. Yeah, I'm horrible with names. I know exactly what you're talking about. And then the guy that had the ring put on him that was happening simultaneously with the thing that was going on with Alucard. Yeah, that was quite the double whammy going on at the same time. It really was. It made me uncomfortable for a solid 10 minutes of the show. Dude, weren't they siblings? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, pretty sure they're was, brother and sister. That was whack. They're just seducing Alucard. Just playing with his heartstrings. And he, oh, man. That made me very uncomfortable for a very large amount of time. They, like, tied him up, bro. Some BDSM shit. <laughs> yeah, and then he... Didn't like that very much because they were going to try to kill him. Yep. Dude, Alucard's such a great guy. That's so bogus. It's because he's a vampire. But he's half Dude, human. Trevor Belmont is a absolute dreamboat. 
what a beauty. But he smells, according he, to Cypher. Yeah, just because he, he likes to booze and doesn't shower that much. Uh, He's so funny, too. He cracks me he, up so much. Yes, he is hilarious. God, he is... Oh, man, I love... I just... Dude, Trevor Belmont, every time... He's by far my favorite character in the show. Every time he's on screen, bro, it's just wild. Dude, Trevor... just be, And I also like it because, like... Uh, what's her name? The um Cypher. Does she have a name? Do they just call her Cypher? No, she hasn't. I think that is her name. Oh, really? Well, anyways, Cypher's OP as hell. Alucard is literally... He can, like, fly. He can teleport. He can, like, turn into a wolf. Can he turn into, like, a wolf or some shit? He can, like... Something like that. He has telekinesis, and he can, like, make his sword fly around. And then Trevor's just a normal human with a whip. Funniest fucking part of the show is when he just goes up and punches Dracula. He's like, oh, you must be the Belmont boy. Yeah. Only fucking one dumb enough to come and punch Dracula. (laughs) The Belmonts are savages. I love the first episode when he's in the bar and he gets into that fight and he's just trashed. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Castlevania has something for everyone and that show is gory. Yeah, it is. It's got very good animation though. It does. It has super good at all. Very, very anime-influenced animation. Dude, if Cypher and um, Trevor's kid is going to be wild. If they have a kid. I was going to say, is that like a planned thing? Well, I think I think it is because, you know, like uh, the Richter and Simon Belmont in uh, Smash? Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're Trevor's like great-grandchildren. Oh, is that how it goes? I think. Don't quote me on that. I think so. I like how in that world they're building like lore and they're building like a universe too. It's not just yeah, your set storyline. They could really keep that going if they like follow the family tree and stuff. Yeah, you know it's scare. It scares me when they try to do that kind of thing though, because it. I have no doubt that that is a show they could try to juice out forever. Yeah. Oh, actually, no. Just kidding. So Trevor Belmont is Simon's great grandfather. Yeah, that's how it works. And then Trevor is Richter's great 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 grandfather. Hmm. Apparently. Uh we got a few on here that I haven't watched, like Zowlin Showdown. I don't even I'm oh, not really sure what that dude, is. Zowlin Showdown is um it was on cartoon network i'm pretty sure and like i watched it as a kid and it's the main character is this little dude with a super round head Hmm. it's like a martial arts like show let me google it here quick i might i bet you've probably seen a couple episodes he literally has like an orange round head he's got like nine dots on it showdown there's like a dude in it with a cowboy hat no, I've never seen this before. Oh, bro, this show was bomb. Actually, it kind of sucked, but it was it was hilarious. <laughs> it was bomb, but it sucked. I mean, as a kid, man, I really fucked with it. It's good. He's uh he's kind of giving off the Koro Sensei looking vibes here. He kind of looks like Koro Sensei, bro. His head is a complete circle, and he's yellow. <laughs> that's, that's literally that's literally Koro Sensei. The show's kind of racist, damn. No kidding. But yeah, but yeah, that's Shaolin Showdown. That one obviously had some. Is that a comedy one? I think it's a comedy and like a kids fighting. I don't know. Um, but dude, uh, Kim Possible also fire. Kim Possible was. I had this video game on my Game Boy Advance. It was a Kim Possible game. Played the shit out of it. It's a great game. I watch it strictly for the naked roll mat. Roll mat. Mole rat. <laughs> the roll mat. It's uh. It does. What does its name? Rufus. Rufus, that's Rufus. what it is. Rufus, Bro, Rufus the is <laughs> naked mole rat. What is the guy's name? It's like Ron. 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 Ron Impossible or something dumb like that. Like, hold on, Ron. It is not Ron Stoppable. Stoppable. That's what it is. It is something like that. <laughs> that's so Impossible, clown. Ron Stoppable. That is hilarious. Ron was very stoppable too. Yeah, Ron's a little bitch, but now, once you see this, you can't unsee it. Kim Possible's mouth is just a mustache. Oh, I heard that. <laughs> I see. Uh, I can't unsee it, bro. It's just a mustache. All I see is her with a mustache now. I gotta look at this. 
Dude, yeah, I used to think bad. Kim Possible. I used to think Kim Possible was a little baddie, and now I just think she's a Kim is just a shape with a mustache, man. Dude, Kim Possible's fire. I don't care what anyone says. Samurai Jack also fire, influenced by anime. Very, Samurai Jack is tight. Very much so. Dude, AK, have you seen um that show? I can't. I don't know uh, what it's on. I think it's called oh. Primal. Do you ever wait? What is it called? I think it's called Primal. It's with Primal. like the the t-rex and the um caveman yeah no. yeah it's called primal it's so good ak you have to watch it i'm not even kidding it's honestly so good there's no speaking oh really it's really good That's i'm weird. not even it's super super good me and my roommates watch it and it's really fire how long is it i think it's only a couple episodes i think they're coming out they might have just came out with the second season bro carl oh. come here oh yeah but come here how how good is primal Oh, the show, bro? Yeah. Why? Because we're talking about, like, Western anime. How fire is primal? Dude, I'd say it was, like, a... Well, first of all, it, like, won a bunch of awards for, like, anime. Yeah. But we all liked it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But, like, the animation, and, like, it really, like, makes you feel some type of way. Like, it's actually satisfying. Yeah, dude. You know? it, it hits you in the feels at some parts. Yeah. It's it's fire. Wow, I'm going to have to check this out. You have to. I can get down with that. It's super impressive because it has no words because it's a t-rex and a caveman like they don't really have language thanks carl guest speaker carl on the chat what makes it so good is that like it actually portrays emotion with no words and you can see the caveman and the t-rex grow like their relationship grows and it's honestly so fire so they're like so friends is yes that what it so is? they started off as enemies so the first episode um the caveman his his whole entire like family gets killed by like these velociraptors mm -hmm. and then he goes to kill them and he finds a t-rex and he starts fighting the t-rex but then he sees that the velociraptors killed the t-rex's family as well so then it's a journey of them like just together because they're homies now because they both went through the same thing and it's so fire weird what a weird concept it, it could be sounds concept. like it could be really interesting though it's got like some demons it's got velociraptors there's a giant spider at one point gorillas it's cool we need to talk about how screwed up like Oscars and Emmys and stuff are for like animated films. Yeah, they're messed up. Because the year that uh like I'm pretty sure your name uh came out, like is is are the Oscars like a United States only kind of thing? Or does it allow No, because Parasite no, no, one. and um, Spirited Away won a bunch of stuff. Yeah, when but it, then, like... Yeah. Princess Mononoke won some stuff, too. I'm pretty sure Akira did as well. Yeah, but when Your Name, which was, like, one of the biggest anime movies in the last decade, came mm -hmm. out in Japan, and it was even, like, it made some headway in America, every single year there's an animated film coming out of Japan that would absolutely trounce any animated film to come out of the united states oh, yeah 100 percent. i don't understand how it works because I, I really don't because still so the demon slayer movie i bet hits a lot of uh theaters in america actually i bet it's gonna be shown at like a bunch of them and it's gonna be fire the movie's gonna be fire there's no way it's not you think it's gonna win an award i think that one might pull some it might swing a little bit i think it, it might be nominated well, we haven't seen the movie yet. We don't know how good it is. But if well, it's good... No way it's going to be bad. True. But if it's good, then, like, if it's, if it's nominated but it's put up against some slightly higher than average United States animated film, mm -hmm. like, they're picking the one from the United States. Oh, yeah. That's just the sad. The year Sword of the Stranger came out, if it didn't get an award, that's just a, a Oh, I guarantee it didn't. It's so good. It's literally so good. The fact that it, IMDb has it as a 7.8 out of 10 is just dumb. Oh my god, it's gross revenue. It says $258,000. No way, that's not true. That uh, movie was slept on that much. Sword of the Strangers, $258,000? Yeah. That's crazy. That's not much at all. That's like, How does that even probably make their budget back? Uh, yeah, no way it did. Yeah, but both... Both a silent voice and your your name came out in yeah. 2016, and dude, this is just sad, man. Spirited Away won in 2002. Is Zootopia? It was Zootopia. It wasn't. I thought it was Boss Baby, but it was Zootopia. All right, dude. Zootopia's fire. No but cap. 
your line or not your line april your name and a silent voice both came out in 2016 and neither of them were even up for yeah that's just atrocious for an academy award spirited away did deserve to win in 2002 there's a lot of anime movies man that could win I i'm think, not gonna honestly, lie honestly they could pull it every single time i think so too because anime movies are usually done like the popular ones that i actually hear about are always done super well i'm not a big anime movie watcher but there are some heaters anything by studio ghibli spirited i mean that is like a studio ghibli movie but sort of the strangers bomb there's just there's so many good ones akira oh they all deserve awards this is just sad it is sad it's just because the united states doesn't like recognize the actual like impact that some of these films and stuff can make you've they just ignore them completely. We gotta change the status quo. We gotta stay. We gotta change the status quo and turn everyone into a weeb, and then Japan's just gonna become a utopia. Oh, AK, this is gonna make you happy. I started reading um, uh, Tokyo Ghoul. What are you thinking of it? It's really fire. It's so, so good, it's isn't really it? Really fire. How far are you? And I feel like I think I'm on chapter fourteen. Okay. Yeah, you're. I think there's like 140 chapters in Tokyo Ghoul and 116 re. I already met um the mask maker. Uta? Love that guy. Love Uta, bro. Oh, I love Uta too. Just a weirdo, but I'm just I'm just getting introduced to it. It honestly it's starting kind of slow, but I like everything they're setting in place because I'm already thinking about the world and like the different wards and how this works. Yeah, it's so it's actually it's a manga that you if you studied you could literally study the panels it's so detailed and like everything in the panels yeah. has meaning and stuff you could study the panels and people do and they find new shit all the time mm-hmm. that's all yeah because dude i'm really liking it so far i'm definitely that's gonna be my next uh little i'm gonna read that with vagabond i've been slacking on vagabond it's so good but i think tokyo Re is even better and i think that's I think that's pretty much the consensus that Re is better. They he just the art's a little bit better and um I like the characters in Re a little bit better. The art is pretty pretty dang good. The only thing I don't know, this could be just a a style choice, but I don't really get what is what is their power where the things come out of them? Kagane's. Yeah, they haven't really like every time I've seen a Kagane, basically, it's just like a blur so i really didn't know yeah. what was going on it's helpful maybe you should look up some like images of kagane's from like the anime because i think well, that I mean, helps no i've seen those i've seen the jason i've seen the jason kaneki fight so i know what they look like mm-hmm. but it's it's really good so far man they're they're putting in place some good stuff and i think it's definitely going to live up to your overhyping of the bro manga. overhyping I don't hype it up enough. It's so good. It is, but really it, it got good. that it got that trash anime adaptation. Just like it's like Berserk. It just can't get like it, it's too gory. It has too much. Yeah, they can't ad- adapt it because it's like too adult. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I know what you're saying. God, that just makes me so. I want to. Oh, it makes me so sad that they can't do a good Berserk adaptation because it would literally probably be one of the best anime of all time if not the best dude i think we got to start reading jojo's because i just need to read steel ball run i just have to <laughs> i don't have any desire to read jojo's i dude, don't like jojo's you, that much you but steel ball run everyone says like even if you're not a jojo's person it just changes your opinion because it's i mean i am a jojo's person but it's like do i really want to spend my time reading jojo's Dude, it is apparently Steel Ball Run is perfection. It's number two on my manga list. It's ahead of Full Metal Alchemist, One Piece, Monster, Vagabond, Kingdom, ahead of all of those. That is on my manga list, which doesn't really mean much. Yeah, my manga. I mean, I'm pretty sure Nuxtaku got Interspecies Reviewers to number one on my anime list before they just took it off. Actually, yeah, I'm pretty dude, sure he did. That's that is so hilarious. funny. What a savage. No way. That's lit, actually. Oh, AK, I started watching another anime that is going on this season, and it's so good. What is, what is this one? It's called Higurashi When They Cry. Oh, I've heard of that. Dude, 
I literally had no idea what was going on going into this anime. And then there's this scene where this girl's face just turned. Dude, I'm, I have so many questions. It's like, I think it's got to be like a horror, murder, mystery, mystery type of show. And it has got me thinking about it, dude. It has potential. Like big time potential. There's too many good shows this season. I can't keep up. Dude, this, this season is going to be one for the record books. I'm not going to lie. I don't know that there's really any that are going to be, like, super outstanding. Like, there's not going to be one that breaks the barriers like uh, Demon Slayer did. But there's a lot of good shows. I I actually think that Jujutsu Kaisen has a chance. I just don't think it does. I don't know. It's going to be good, but I don't think it has the same impact. Oh, by the way, from from last episode, one of the... Or like the this conspiracy theories where we said Usopp has mega, uh, what is the hockey called? Observation uh, uh, hockey. Observation hockey. I it was like perfect timing because this week, uh, right before like between Thriller Bark and Any's Lobby, like mm-hmm. just like the two chapters in between there. Yep. I, I came across something where they're in like Usopp's. It's I think it's called like Syrup Village. Yep. hometown and then the onion headed looking pirate said that Usopp is the pirate that turns his lies into the truth mind blown conspiracy Dude, theory confirmed I'm waiting for Usopp to have an absolutely shining moment and I hope it happens because I love Usopp and it, dude one piece oh, don't get me started AK but oh how how impactful was it when Robin screamed, I want to live after Luffy shot down the world government flag. Any's lobby and, imp- or not impel down, uh, Water 7, Any's lobby is my favorite arc so far. There, yes, I would say if you ask most people who've seen, read One Piece, watch One Piece, they would probably say Any's lobby, Marine Ford, Water 7, and Dress Rosa are the best arcs. And and I guess um, the Sabayote Archipelago, those are all fire. If I if I keep cracking up at Thriller Bark though, it might make it up there. Thriller Dude, Bark I, is so funny. It's the most underrated um, arc in my opinion because it is actually hilarious. It's, it is so funny. It's so funny. <laughs> like <laughs> it's like every page something happens that just makes me laugh. Right. It's. It's it's and leave it to Oda to have like a horror themed yeah that's just comedy just pure comedy <laughs> it's thing. so funny whenever they're trying to recruit a crew member you always Luffy will ask someone and they'll just reject him and then yep. they'll have to go through this long thing trying to get them to join or in the case of Frankie it's more just you you were with him for such a long time and then. It was just kind of assumed that he was going to become part of the crew until like the one chapter that he didn't want to be part of the crew. Right. But literally the third page, Luffy asks Brooks if he wants to join the crew and he says, I'd love to. That yep. when he said that, I laughed out loud. I was like, hey, you're pretty weird. Want to join my crew? I'd love to. <laughs> I mean, then he Bro. went back on that, but I just thought it was so funny that Brooke has the darkest and probably the saddest uh backstory in all of the straw hat pirates i have i feel like i'm coming up on it pretty soon isn't it in thriller bark yep it's in thriller bark it is actually so sad and they're gonna bring back characters ak and you are gonna literally be like how the fuck did oda think of this that's crazy i just finally met one of the another one of the seven warlords gecko moro or something yeah gecko moria he's a very forgettable villain but one of the best part oh my god the end of thriller bark has I think it's, it is, it's my favorite moment in all of One Piece. Yep, it is. Oh, how was, um, there's another impactful moment at the end of uh, Annie's Lobby Water 7, uh, when Usopp joined the joined back. That shit was sad and so impactful, I thought. I really liked that whole dynamic because Zoro really stood, like, stepped up as being yeah. the second mate. Like, if you take him back, I'm leaving. I didn't really think about it that way until he said that, and then I was like, that makes so much sense. Yeah, there's I God Zoro's such a good character, even though he doesn't have like he's you don't like, learn that much about him. But through his actions and like the things he does, I just love him. 
pretty boring but important i don't know he is and like he he does these things and like later yeah later in the show like he'll fight someone or like just body someone not even trying like oh my gosh it's the captain of the straw hat pirates it's just zoro it's not even luffy and then like luffy will do stuff and then zoro will say well you better be that strong because if you were any weaker i would have to be the captain of the first five crewmates he's like the one that's like actually grounded and normal yes most yeah he's like grounded and he's like almost okay he's not the voice of reason but he kind of keeps luffy in check he's the guy that keeps luffy in check yeah because luffy is quite the chaotic energy not saying zoro's not but if anyone checks luffy it's always zoro that's true we're just gonna have to have an arc by arc kind of breakdown yes yeah maybe we we'll start do that. doing that an arc we by should, arc breakdown we should do that once you um get to the time skip Okay. We can do. We can. I'm rank about 100 cha- 120 chapters away from that. I think. All right. Yeah. We can rank our favorite arcs, and then we can break them each down. We should do that. Future episode. Whenever AK gets to the time skip after Marine Ford, guys, we got a One Piece uh, arc breakdown coming up for you. Our podcasts always just take a turn to talk about anime, but I kind of like talk it. About, well, I mean, just rant, like, we can only, especially for this episode, we can only talk so much about anime. Did we ever anime. talk about the Boondocks? Oh, Boondocks, bro. Boondocks is fire. I've seen like 10 episodes, but it was good. I haven't seen any of the Boondocks. It's pretty good. That one is super heavily. Like, I thought it was an anime. Yeah, that's another one that's commonly confused, actually, for an anime. But, like, look, have you ever seen, like, the stylization or anything? Yeah, I've seen, like, I see a lot of memes about it. Yeah. So I know what it looks like. And it, it, um,. I think it kind of takes some uh, a little bit of a little hint from a uh, Samurai Champloo. Does it? Yeah. It's kind of like uh if Samurai Champloo, well, minus whole samurai thing, but it's like in a <laughs> modern US world, it's kind of got the same vibe. I mean, it's got like hip hop and they 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 fight and stuff. It's pretty cool. I think that'll be worth checking out then. I think I'll check that out actually. You watching anything else right now? Oh, me and AK are both watching Yu Yu Hakusho. Yeah, uh, after we're done with Yu Yu Hakusho, we'll probably, or we were gonna do, like, just an, a review of yeah. Yu Yu Hakusho, and we'll probably make that a thing, watch mm-hmm. an older anime, kinda at the same time, and then mm-hmm. give it a review after, give our yeah. thoughts. If you guys would like that, I mean, for Yu Yu Hakusho fans, I know it's super popular, and I will tell you what, I'm on episode 20, I think. I just and... finished the first season. Okay, it is good. Dude, I'm not gonna lie. I'm impressed so far, and I just know it gets better. I I agree with that. It's pretty good so far. I'm pretty sure people consider an arc in Yu Yu Hakusho to have the best um, tournament arc in all of anime. Is it the dark tournament arc, or is there more than one tournament arc? I I have no idea, dude. Because I'm in the dark tournament arc right now. I I honestly I couldn't tell you, man. Dress Rosa dress Dress Rosa has a good tournament arc. Dress Rosa does. I mean, it's not an arc; it's a tournament part of the overarching arc. Oh, well, what about the the best tournament arc in One Piece? Is the the with when they're against the Foxy Pirates, dude? What are you talking about? Okay, I'm not gonna lie. I've the like I watched that in the anime when I was watching the anime because I was a psycho that somehow grinded out like a bunch of anime episodes. It seems like it's filler. Okay, the pacing in the One Piece anime is literally abysmal. It is, bro, like, I think it took me, because I was, okay, I think I got caught up to the anime. I think the anime was covering Zoe, and I was in Dressrosa. It took me so long to get through Dressrosa. Like, months. Like, literally months. There's, like, a hundred episodes in Dressrosa, and the pacing is so bad, like, I just wanted to quit watching right there. That's kind of why I stopped watching the anime after, uh, or like when I got into Skypea, mm-hmm. is because when I was in Alabasta, there's like, I read through most of Alabasta in like a day, and I swear I was watching the Alabasta arc for like three weeks. The arc just, they just have so many extra random like single episode filler stuff. Right, and they stretch things out. That don't need to be stretched out. The oh, manga yeah. is just sparse, Mis- which which is the case for most. Yeah, shows, but. Mr. One versus Zor- Z- Zolo. 
in the in the anime, I swear it took like four or five episodes, and it yeah. took a few chapters in the that was manga. A cool fight. Um, but all, anyways, I got sidetracked again. I was gonna say <laughs> the Foxy Pirates arc, the Long Ring Longland arc, I actually thought was really funny and pretty good. Like it, for just a little break arc. Yeah, it it was pretty it was pretty funny, but it was just like it almost if it, if you wouldn't have been introduced to uh, Admiral Okiji, oh yeah, Okiji or whatever his name is, it would would have been a, a literally a filler arc for <laughs> for yeah. the manga. It would have been because there's and, nothing important happens there except for you get introduced to the admiral. Yeah. And that was actually now that we're talking about it, that was really the big the first L Luffy took and you realize how far Luffy has to go. Mhm. Because he just instantly beat all of them like yawning. He wasn't even trying. Yeah, he's OP. Yo, we appreciate you guys for listening. This is I mean it's awesome to see that we're actually getting some people that listen to us. Yeah, we because enjoy we just, doing it. Yeah, we're we just enjoy doing it. Doing it. So tell your friends uh, if you'd like to come check us out. We're always just going to be here having a good time. I think we're going to start working on maybe getting some more guests on. Yeah. And just like bullshitting and having a good time like we usually do. Yeah, once our yeah. schedules can line up a little bit better, we'll probably, uh, or once we have a little bit more free time, yeah, we'll probably start doing a little more active stuff like uh like finally get our tipsy tales out yeah we got to get the tipsy tales out <laughs> one of these days and i was thinking about maybe starting a tiktok and some maybe some social media pages so we can interact with you guys yeah so actually we, get those out. we have a, i have a discord made uh i will throw that out on podcast bio i'll put a permanent link to the discord on the podcast bio so if you guys want to join and interact with us send memes give us recommendations us give you recommendations uh we'll let you know when the new episodes are coming out join the discord yeah absolutely i mean and we're going to be doing this for a long time so join the discord you can always i mean we will definitely be interacting with you guys if you join the discord i suppose if we're is, unless we want to unless we want to go further into the abyss of randomness uh, I'm trying to think. I think my randomness juices are running dry. Yeah, same. It always happens at the end, but always, always. Oh well. That's what makes it fun. It's, though, it's not an undercover weaves podcast episode if we don't get sidetracked at the end of the episode, right? Yeah, for real. Yeah, so join the Discord, guys. Uh, let us know what you like. You know what your favorite episodes are, the concepts you like that we do, and just whatever you want. Hit us up. Yeah. Till next time. Until next time, take it easy. Peace.